Welcome back, everyone, to the Car Talk with the Sack Boys. We are officially caught up with everything. Isn't that right, my friends? Yes! We finally did VRs it, VRs are announced! Yeah, literally, uh, uh, the last VR for uh, for the Ultra Rare Collection... Was got this a- morning. This morning. It literally got announced this morning, October 5th. Yeah. Yeah, like, Cecilia so, was yesterday. Yeah, and Ezel was, like, Monday or Sunday or something like that? I think it was, like, Tuesday. Was it? Yeah, it was something like that. I think they realized that, like, they were like, oh, crap, we have been, like, really, like, pussyfooting around. Yeah. And this comes out in, like, two weeks in Japan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were like, oh, uh, uh, release everything, release everything. Like, two weeks from today, actually. That's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. Tell me about it. But here we are, meeting up once again to talk about it. Yes. And talk about everything. Yes. Everything. Everything. And not just Ultra Rare as well. Uh, we also got some minor reveals uh, for the set after two for cards. Truth, for, for what is it? It's like answer of truth or truth. Y- of the yeah. Answer. So so the next set after the one that we're talking about now is, is a set called the Answer of Truth, which provides uh, support for Gear Chronicle, Genesis, and Great Nature. I'm just gonna call it the G Unit. Pretty much. It's like, like it's it's the G set. The yeah. the answer it's literally the G set. Like all the clans in there start with G. The answer to Vanguard was G all along. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> I don't want to go on a rant about that. Well, that, that's for another day. Yeah, that's... We'll get back to G in like two line. years. Probably. It, it, we'll catch up eventually. All right, Andrew, do you want to go over Angel Feather for us? I would love to, Connor. Would you? Actually, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm not a particular fan of Angel Feather, but, like, I'm the only one here that, like, kind of likes them. Mm-hmm. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Andrew, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, the VR... For Angel Feather has been announced, as we said uh, uh, this morning. Uh, her name is Solidify Celestial Zarakiel. Uh, she is a grade 3 12k VR with a protect marker. She has continuous on Vanguard and Rearguard Circle. During your turn, if a new card was put into your damage zone during this turn, all of your front row units get power plus 3000. And she has Act from the Damage Zone. If your opponent's Vanguard is Grade 3 or greater, and this card is face-up, cost, put the top card of your deck into your Damage Zone face-down, and ride this card. I like it. It's I think pretty it's very, okay. Yeah. Like, I think, like, the main appeal with it is that, um... So, like, what it seems what they're doing with Protect Clans is they're trying to, like, like use, like, that clan-specific, um... What's it called like uh, mechanic? Yeah, mechanic. Like, that's it. Like they're like like their main like what they do best to kind of like ride grade threes. Like with Oracle Think Tank, you see them like just drawing and rewriting. Grand Blue has some guys that can rewrite from the dam from the drop zone. Right, and it looks they have like one that guy that can do that. Yeah, now you have Zerakiel who's riding from the damage zone, and it's all to just you know get these protect markers. And Dark Regulars rides good. from the soul. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's well, an interesting trend. Dark Irregulars can also ride from the battle phase, or during the battle phase. Yeah. This yeah. just, like, if it, it's a way of, like, uh, say, for example, your opponent damages your grade three and you don't have it in hand and you don't feel like riding something else. That's also true. Consistency. If, if she's in your damage zone, you can just say, like, ah, whatever. Yeah. But also, like, they have to be at grade three for that to happen. I, I mean, yeah, but, 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 like, but let's say you had to, like, G assist at that yeah. point. You didn't find it. Well, it was in your damage zone. You just do it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, no, no. I know what you're saying. It's a nice like, bit of consistency for when you're going second. Yeah, exactly. It, and what I'm liking so far, like, I don't know. I'm not sure if there's going to be cards like this, but I really hope they don't go the route of, like, having specific, like, having abilities that activate off of having certain cards in the damage zone. Yeah, they tried that with Limit Break, and it just did mm-hmm. not Th- work. That, that's how Celestials worked, like, back then. <laughs> it was not and good. And from what I've learned from Joey, it was a goddamn nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So like it was a really, really inconsistent kind of a mess. Exactly. You only had very specific cards that like allowed you to thin your deck and put a card from your deck into the damage zone and do anything. Yeah. Not to mention that like even when those skills did like go off, like you did were, were able to hit it, they were just very underwhelming. It was like, "Oh, you have another copy so it gets plus 3 yeah. on attack." You yeah. know what I mean? Like like, yeah. like Zorakiel's skill, I think the original one was like if you have a copy of her in the damage zone, like limit break is like like this unit and like I think I think it was like your front row get plus 3k. But, like, Whatever. you need a copy of Zerachiel, and it's like, that's not worth it. The best thing... Th so this card has two things going for it, uh, going forward. Uh, the fact that, that her ability stacks if you have multiple Zerachiels mm -hmm. on your rear guard as well as your vanguard. Right, right. So, like, so the ability activates once because it, it only says that when a card is... It says if a new card was put in. It doesn't say when a card is put yeah. in. Yeah. So... Uh, as long as you damage swapped or, like one thing or took a damage this turn, then her ability is online. And the fact that if you have multiple of her on rear guard, your your front row is going to be powered yeah. up by nine k. <laughs> so now, as as opposed to three k. So now here's my question: Does she? Because like since it's continuous, does she have to be on the field? to like like does she have to see the damage swap while she's on the field? No. Or is it like okay, I'm going to use this skill to call the Zerachiel from like like you know it's you put in a damage and you call the Zerachiel out well no you gotta ride it it can't call itself no no I'm saying like um like you use another card what, what Peter is asking is yeah. does Zerachiel work off of itself mm. like what I'm saying no 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 what I'm saying is um like does she have to be on the field like and see the exchange like the card put into the no, damage no 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 or is it just if she, when she's on the field as long as a new card was put into the damage on this turn then her skill is online. If that were the case, her ability would be auto. That's right. It, uh, considering the fact that it's continuous, yeah. that just means at all times. So yeah, like, at all times. So that's really good. If, like, if whenever you took a damage... Exactly. If you, ever, if you ever took a damage this turn, like, you know, from your own effects... Not from your own effects. If you just took a damage this turn... Yeah. Period. You did it. Yeah. Like, and the fact that... There. that her, <laughs> the fact that her own ability says that you can ride her from the damage zone and you put the top card in, yeah. that counts as putting a, a damage into your... Or a, yes. a card into your damage zone. So she works off of herself. Yes. So... Mm. Really nice. Because, uh, like, definitely helps, yeah. like, consistency issues. Because, like, you know, you don't have to, like, have them all in the field... And then, right. like, you know, call something to the back row right. that can swap damage. It's really nice. The only thing I'll say uh, else about this card, because, uh, it, you know, there, I feel like there isn't really as much to say, but the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll also say, she is a very nice counter to Murakumo. Yes, yes. definitely. It, it's because Murakumo can can uh, paralyze your Vanguard and make mm -hmm. it so you yeah. can't normal ride. That's not normal riding. That's just... You know, yeah, superior yeah, riding. Superior riding. Well, also, I think because Murakuma says you can't ride from your hand, but they said yes. nothing about yes. the damage zone. Exactly. Or the drop zone. Yeah. Or from stride. Or from oh, the oh, soul. Yeah, or, or the soul. So, yeah. No, so uh, she has a few things going for her. I don't know, like, I don't think she's a four of, to be honest with you. I feel like I'd go in the Imperial Daughter route. They'll play like two to three of her. I could see probably three. See people playing four of Imperial Daughter. I could definitely see like people running four of this, like four of uh, Metatron, and then like most likely they will get like something that's like works like Deer, so, like you know, like oh, oh like no, their the, version of Deer. Uh, un unless Metatron is supposed to be their Deer, in which case, uh, it's good, not. Good, it. In which case, good God, yeah. good God, are they are they suffering? There we go. Mm -hmm. But anyways, yeah. No, so uh, we still have a few more uh, high rarity reveals for Angel Feather going forward. I think we have, yeah. what was it? It was two double R's and a triple R. Or something I will like double that. check. I, I believe it's two I double believe R's. It's that. Yeah. No. I think that's what Joey said this morning because like, they already have, um, I think one of their, tr Metatron is one of their triple R's, so they should have another slot. Yes. And so most likely that's going to be like their Circle Magus clone where like they do something on ride. 
Maybe like on on ride, take a card from damage zone and put the top card in, or yeah, something, or something like, that. like that, or like add a card from damage zone to hand, like swap something from your Let hand with damage, like on yeah. ride or on place or something like that. But anyways, yeah, they have one double, one triple. O- only one double? I-, I thought it was two doubles. Uh, no, because they already have the double rare perfect guard, and that's their last double rare for no seal. After that, it's gold. It's gold paladin like double R's. Really? Oh, so it's only one double R and one triple R. Because <laughs> okay, we haven't seen any. Enough. Wait, how many? Any... How many slots does each one have for double R? Are they the same slots, or is angels uh, just down by one? Three, three, three. So they all have three double rare slots. Yes. So what's the other angel double rare then? Uh, other than no, uh, no seal and the PG, Raquel. Which one was that? Go on, Connor. Uh, Raquiel is the one who is like, hey man, when plays from hand, if a new card is put into your damage zone this turn, call a card from your drop zone. Isn't that the one that we're, we're about to talk about who's a common? No, that's a double R. Then why does it say common? Why does it say common, Connor? Because I can't type. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, wow, this is a common? I could have sworn that I'm said, like, well, that's a common. Common. That, That's insane. Yeah. That's so good. Well, uh, no, but, okay, anyways, cool. So now that, now that we have that confusion, I... Uh, you know, solved. Let's get on to the next card, which yes, is Wild solved. Wild Shot Celestial Raguel. Uh, she is a grade two 9k double R, even though it's just common yeah, here. It says double R. Hold on, I got I'm, it. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> she says, auto on rear guard when placed from hand. If a new card was put into your damage zone during this turn, cost counterblast one and call a card from your drop zone to the rear guard. It's Captain Nightmist. It's Captain Nightmist with an actual exactly. with an extra step. It's literally Captain Nightmare with extra steps. I mean, if if you like, there was a key unit that you wanted to get out that you, that you wanted to heal out. I guess yeah. you can just use this yeah. and be like, "Hey, I can get that thing back now." Yeah, I mean, like they, not- they they do like so much because like they're gonna be doing like healing and stuff like that, and or like I don't know. Well, considering that they're also a protect clan, they also want to find ways to conserve hand yeah. on top of getting getting their protect markers. Yeah. So, like anything that like just lets you get a free unit, pretty much, it, which really is good. which is not a unit that you have to call from hand. I think that's very yeah. welcome. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting because like I was like, wait, you know, drop I, th- zone. I thought it would be like from the damage zone, just because like. Well, yeah, but like yeah, uh, but 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 I think what we have to understand we have to understand is that like the fact that they're. Like healing a lot. Yeah, they're, they're, they're gonna like, have a lot of things in their drop zone. They're gonna have a lot. Like th- that's how it always was with Angel Feather. They just have like a crap ton of stuff in their drop zone. So if there's something that they wanted there that yeah, they didn't really much. that they didn't really need in their damage zone to begin with, they can just heal it out and then call it w- with um, um, Rugwell. Pretty much. Yeah. So you know, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. I, no, I, I think it, I think that's probably a four of solid card. I, I would say, but you know, Yo, being able to. Like toolbox my drops on an angel feather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean I mean, might as well be grand blue at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Where's my Where's my crit on my vanguard at all times? Feels bad, man. But anyways, like we can just move on without talking about this card. I just thought it was kind of interesting. What that that it's like Captain Nightmist? No, like... no, the the next one, the Phoenix. Oh, the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's interesting. No, no, no. Th- this was this is a very like cool mechanic that I like. Uh, it's a card called called Padrable. Padrable Phoenix? Padrable, I think. Padrable Phoenix. Sorry. Padrable. I the Dreidel Phoenix. I <laughs> I can't speak. It's a grade 3 12k common. Does not have a protect marker, mind you. It says, auto on rear guard. When your vanguard is attacked, cost, retire this unit. Call a card from your damage zone to the guardian circle and put the top card of your deck into your damage zone face down. Yeah, I just thought this was a really interesting common. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Now... 
Uh, the only thing I'll say is, uh, do the draw trigger PGs say that, that, that they, need, they need to be placed from hand? Hold on, I'll double check. I'm pretty sure it's like the old way that they said PGs were just when it's placed on Guardian Circle. So it, so if you hit a draw trigger, and then you have this on your rear guard, and you're and they, they, they swing at you with, wait a minute. Does Waterfall say you can't call Sentinels from hand? Or, can't, or you can't call Sentinels, period? Well, hold on. Answer your first question about the draw PGs. They just say when placed. Cool. So so that part part one is fulfilled. Now, Waterfall, does he say that you can't uh, call Sentinels from... Right uh, I'm checking Waterfall right now. Because if that's the case, holy crap, Angel Feather has a way to get around Waterfall. Uh, let's see. If, if, it, if it works the way I think it works. Unless it says that you can't Cannot call... Cannot call gr- Sentinels to hand. Uh, or from hand? From hand. Ha-ha! <laughs> Angel Feather has a way to, uh, to get around Waterfall. A protect clan that doesn't auto-die to Waterfall. Screw you, Kagero players. Get out of here. Wait, <laughs> so yeah, I'm this is actually really waterfall. cool. I, I think, I, I yeah. think I, I like, it, in the Angel Feather deck that I'm not playing, like, I would play, like, maybe two of this. Yeah, it's like, it all depends on what you have left to, like, consider for space. It, 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 I yeah. mean, if I do ride it, I, I lose, but, like... You can yeah. say about it a lot of things. I, very true. I mean, if, if you ride... Like, like, like Flanger in like Grand Blue or Riptide or or Riptide yeah. in Aqua Forest, you just die. Pretty but. much. <laughs> <laughs> or Savage. King. I've never had that problem with Riptide, but like, yeah, it, I I had that problem like many times. But yeah, this could actually be a really solid one to two of. I I very much like, especially since you can toolbox it out so easily. Yeah. Oh yes, like definitely maybe like a good one of. Because especially because like you can retire it and then call it from the drop zone with um Zeracio, with Requiel. Yeah, because like Rekul just says call a card from drop zone. There's no yeah. grade restriction. Yeah. Also, there's no restriction on that. That's really good. Oh yes. Uh, uh, no, no. So like they 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 have some neat little tricks that they can do, which is which is pretty cool. Fucking Phoenix, just like get in there, little girl. <laughs> get and, in there, Nocio. And waterfalls like. It waterfalls like man, I can't do anything against that. I tried. He's like, I mean, I restricted from the hand, but like I whatever. did my best. I tried, man. But but anyways, so so that's everything that we have for Angel Feather. It's now, some really interesting stuff. Yeah, definitely interesting. They're, it's, lo- they're looking pretty solid. I, I I just need to see like how everything works together yeah. because we the, just gotta get that last stretch, that last deer with wings. The, the, the last deer, and on top of that, Angel Feather was always a clan that I I saw Joey talking about this too because he's our main source when it comes to Angel Feather. Yeah, anything. I, I don't fucking understand it. <laughs> Uh, how he what he said is that like alone cards don't really like do that much yeah. in Angel Feather, but like when sequenced together, they can make some ridiculous combos. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Exactly. One thing after one thing leads to another, which leads to another, which leads Pretty to much. another. It's you just a train. I mean? yeah. it, it's it's a train deck. It's literally just like, that you want to try and attach as many cards to as possible. Exactly. So uh, like it's 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 a matter now of just seeing the rest of the set and being able to understand like how the deck is supposed <laughs> to function. With its with its own moving parts, mm-hmm. they still have a double rare. They still have a triple left. Yes, and our next clan, we actually haven't seen a single double R except for the PG, That's which right. is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So now speaking of our next clan, Peter Gold Paladin. So I so I I've I've been on the fence about building this or not because uh-huh. like like even before standard start right. So I'm just gonna go on a little story time right here. Right? Yeah. Okay. I said to myself, all right. Look at all these G decks you have. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you need Several to things. not do this again. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to pick three to five clans, and those are the only clans you're going to play or build because... For all the standard. Yes, for mm. all the standard. And, like, because, like, you know, you I can't afford it, and I need to, like, you know, I got to conserve. I got to, like, you know, I, I can't go crazy. 
So yeah. on the list, Gold Paladin was one of them. I'm like, maybe. Like, I honestly thought I was going to build Shadow Paladin. And then I saw the stuff and I'm like, this this, this is boring. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah, I get you. I just feel Force in general is boring. But then, like, I'm looking at Gold Paladin. Like, as soon as I saw Vivian and I saw her art and her scale, I'm like, all right, you're going in the right direction. <laughs> you've piqued my interest. You've piqued my interest. And then it's like I see Dindre and I'm like, you've really piqued my interest. Then I, I see Lopier. I can think of two things on Vivian that piqued Peter's interest. Yeah, her, her art and her skill. What part did you not understand yeah, about that comment? Come on, man. And also her big anime titties. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I have to be that guy. Big come on, come on. We're, we're a family show. No, we're no, not. not. We are family. not a family show. And then I saw Lopier shooting, and I'm like, calling during the battle phase from hand with its skill? My God, that's amazing. What else is next? Ezel, I want to see Ezel. Show me Ezel and let me fall in love. And then we see Ezel, and I'm like, I'm in love. So here's... Incandescent Lion, Blonde Ezel, a 12k VR grade 3. Its skill is act from the hand. If you have Knight of Superior Skill, Bowman's, and Knight of Elegant Skills, Gareth, on your Vanguard or Rearguard, you can Soul Blast 1 Crimson Lion Cub Curve, which is the standard starter where, like, you know, you ride on it, you draw a card, and you ride this card as stand. And if your opponent's Vanguard is grade 2 or less, this unit gets drive minus 1 until end of turn. And it has an auto skill on Vanguard that when it attacks, you may call a card from your hand to rear guard. So, like Vivian, I really like this card, and here's why I really like it. Because everyone's like, "Oh, but like it just superior rides and loses a drive. That's not that good." And I'm like, "You guys are missing the point here. What does it have in the top left corner beneath the grade?" grade beneath the drive yes connor yes connor an excel circle you're right it does have an excel marker and if your opponent is at grade one and you're dropping an excel marker on their on their butt that is a lot of cards that are either coming out of their hand to guard or that's a or that's you know a lot of pressure and damage that can be pushed on yes connor uh, before we talk about the rest of Ezel, can we talk about the other two cards? Because yeah, you know that's together. a good idea. That's a good idea. So before I get into all the crazy combos I've somehow thought up in the last like four days, <laughs> uh, we've got the Grade Two Knight of Superior Skill Bowman's. He is a triple rare nine K Grade Two, and his skill is Auto Vanguard or Rearguard. When placed from hand, discard a card from your hand. Search your deck for up to one Knight of Elegant Skills Gareth. Call it to rearguard and shuffle your deck. And it has a skill that auto on rearguard. When it's placed by your card's ability, it gains 3,000 power until end of turn. And the Knight of Elegant Skills Gareth skill is auto rearguard. When placed by your card's ability, you counterblast one and it gains 10,000 until end of turn. Gets power. So now here's what I like about Ezel, right? Its skill goes off just by you drawing into Bowman's. Right. However... You have to draw into Bowman's, otherwise which that's is the problem. Which is which can be a problem if you know you don't hit Bowman's. But from but honestly, I I'm hoping it won't be much of a problem considering that you're most likely going to be running anywhere between six and eight draw in this deck because you like it's so hand reliant that you're just yes. going to need you're going to need draw triggers. I see yeah. this being a draw front deck. Definitely. Oh like no, it's, it, it has to. It's be. going to be basically Aqua Force with Superior Call. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like seven draw five front and. What I like about it, though, is just, like, you can use Bowman's skill, right? So, like, you could be at one damage, right? right. Say your opponent just rode a grade one, they attacked you, you're at one damage. And you're like, okay. Yeah. So now you ride Bowman's, right? Use Bowman's skill, you ditch 
you know, some useless card from your hand. You could ditch an extra grade three. Vanilla draw trigger. trigger. Exactly. You could draw, discard something you don't need. And then you call, uh, you call Gareth. And then Gareth's skill goes off. You use that one counterblast. He's now an 18k attack. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Mm. And then you're like, it's not over yet. I use Incandescent Lion Blind Dazzle skill. You soul blast the curve. You ride him. You get your Excel circle. <laughs> and then you can either call from hand right then, or you could swain and then call from you know call the Vivian from hand or something like call that. Vivian or call from something hand. else from hand. Vivian or. activates because she activates when called from hand. No mm -hmm. wait, if you only have one damage, that won't happen. But oh well. Oh wait, yeah. If you're at two damage, well, you know what I mean. Like we we still have. So if your opponent's sacking you, it's yes. time to sack them back. Yes. yes. You could you, you or you you know you could call a Bowman's from hand, and then Bowman's skill goes off, and you discard a card, and then you call another Gareth and put that behind the other Gareth, or you put it behind Ezel. And you have an Excel circle. Yes, and you, you have an Excel circle, and that's the most important thing because that's a solid. Because like if you say you do call another Bowman's, that's a 22k attacker right there. On, and they're when they're on grade one. one, exactly. Even on grade two, that's still like a big yeah, threat. It's so huge. The, the way that I, like, equate all, all of this talk of, like, combos and, like, you know, yada yada, it's it's a very high-roll sort of deck. Which is you just I mean? Excel in a nutshell. Uh, it, true, but, like, but even, especially so, because, like, Ezel's skill literally only works, like, it, it works once. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and Actually, I, it just hit me. It works, it can work multiple times. How? So, so it says... If you have Gareth or Bowman's on Vanguard or Rearguard. Yeah. So say you ride the Vivian grade two, you ride Ezel, start a turn for your grade three, you call Bowman's, Bowman's skill call Gareth, activate Ezel's skill from your hand, Soul Blast the Kurth, ride another Ezel, you get two Excel circles in one turn. Because it says Vanguard or Rearguard. So you could use it in both situations. Huh. Huh. That's pretty good. I, yeah. It, like literally just hit me like, like a freight train like yeah like literally just like i was standing in the middle of the tracks so i'm like something's just like i feel like i'm missing something and then it's like Vroom. and then it's like that truck from the wicker man who's just like <laughs> so because my thing about it is the fact that you have to soul blast curve like spe specifically specifically yeah. you can literally only do it once yeah, and yeah, I, no, 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 that's i know i that's and, and, I, I and I'm thinking that. to myself, like, wait, then, then, like, so, so, if you're going second and like you have no way to activate it, like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> don't you just normal ride at that point? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, just like that's the normal of doing it, of like riding basically two Ezels since it's an axe skill, right? As long as you, but you, you know, you can only ride the one curve, unless, and this is a stupid idea. Yeah, I have no. I still have no idea if there's any soul, way to soul charge in the deck, but you could just run multiple curves. curves. I mean, it's stupid. It's a stupid uh, idea. Oh, uh, uh, run multiple curves and then pray that you soul charge an pray extra. Pray that curve. you soul charge them and then just do it. It's it's a stupid idea and it's but, probably like worse for the deck to do it. But like, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I guess the idea then is to just like you know, like at that point, like that's super high roll. Yeah. And if you and <laughs> if you have a way to soul charge, then. Be my guest. Yeah. Run multiple curves. Do yeah, it. No, no. I, I, w I wouldn't do it, honestly. Like right. I would probably run the 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 a new grade three they'd be getting, which would probably be either Garmore or, or Pelinor. I'm praying Garmore. I hope it's. Yo, Garmore. what if them is like put a card from your drop zone into your soul? Ew! <laughs> you just it's, put. It's not, it's not gonna. You do just that. put curve back and then curve. I don't want it. Well, yeah, get it away. My thoughts. On, I like the superior riding. Oh. But the main draw of this card for me is the superior call from hand during the battle yeah. phase. Y yeah, because it's one extra attack. It's one extra attack, or could potentially lead to two extra attacks if you call Vivian. The, exactly. The only thing about it is it's a double-edged sword, because, like, yes, you can call from hand, and it works with, like, a lot of the skills, because a lot of the skills just say call by ability or call from hand. Yeah. However, 
say you know you're having a really bad game you're not hitting your draw triggers your hand is like you like little L- low and awful exactly like, like you your draw for turn could be like just nothing could be literally nothing a or, front trigger or yeah, something like it could be a trigger so then you swing mm-hmm. with ezel and then it's like do you want to use the skill probably really Re- not really like you like, could but like it's like you know there's there's still that potential or even like it could be like your really bad scenario say you just got crit to death or whatever you got grade stuck and then you top deck ezel call ezel and then you have nothing in your hand exactly so so i think like ezel's second ability while good it literally is only good when you're winning yeah i, you feel, know what I mean yeah like that's why i feel like you have to really run the draws because you have to draw into your pieces and yes it's like and you can't really rely on the draw on to like drive check it since it's when it attacks, not after it attacks. Yeah. So like, yeah. the good thing though is um I, I reread Lopier Shooter Skill and it says at the end of the battle that your Vanguard attacks. So say you like have a terrible field, you swing with Ezel, you know, you hit your triggers or whatever, or like you double you drive check two Lopiers, you could just be like, All right, counter blast two, call them, they both get five K. You could do that, and, and yeah. if, if you do have the multiple Excel circles from doing Ezel, like ones after riding another Ezel, mm-hmm. yeah. you can't just call them to the Excel circles and just get in there. Yeah. So like, like what I really like about it is like it's it's a simple skill, but I feel like there's just a lot you can do with it. You know. Right. Hmm. I'm also thinking potentially Pelamore or Garmore because we're saying those the are like the most likely backups. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Ezel is the follow-up to accelerate you to grade three, and then Garmore and, like, Pelinor will consistently let you just beat them down. Yeah, they'll probably be, like, Most the likely. finishers. Like, I'm honestly really hoping that it's Garmore, and its skill is similar to that of, uh, of Wolfine Liberate Garmore, where, mm-hmm. like, you, you know, you pay a cost, and then you can just refill... You can literally just fill your field. Yeah. Like, but, like, by checking the top card, you know? Exactly. So, like, may- maybe, like, Ezel is just there to, like, you know, put in the early aggression, and then, yeah. and then you have Garmore or whoever mm-hmm. else to, he's like, to exactly. supplement your field later yeah, on. Yeah, he's to accelerate you to grade three and then give you Excel circles early so you can peat them down exactly. to make it for the fact that you don't have hand. Yeah. Exactly. I'm also going to be honest, I really hope people start saying Gold Paladin's bad just so I could take it to regionals. And, <laughs> and was that just going to be your thing from now on? I think so. J- j- just just pick up clans that are absolutely awful. Because and they're also both the, Excel clans. Yeah, Excel, I have to say, like I have so much fun with Excel clans. They're just the most fun I've ever had with Vanguard. If, if, you, if you want, when Grenature comes out, I can I can lend it to you because we all know that deck's going to suck. What? No, it's not. Shut up. The deck's going to suck. To, okay, but you got to admit, they've been doing pretty well with like with like giving their like the decks like good support. Like no, the yeah. only exception would maybe be Mega Colony, but I feel like the only reason we don't see it topping is because rarely anyone plays it. Oh yeah. It, people don't like bugs. Yeah. Mega Colony so. is like one of those really, really like I don't know how to describe it. Like, is, is, is it like a niche sort of clan, or is it? It's like, like that a... niche sort of thing where it has its really dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, but it's I, a really I, small fan base. Yeah, the people who play and love Mega Colony love yeah. Mega Colony. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they but like it's not one of those yeah. clans that you can be like, oh, that's cool. It's, 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 it's like, it's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to play Mega Colony. Yeah, like, like, you know what like, I mean? You rarely hear anyone say that. I, I mean, there are like there's the occasional person who is like that, and yeah. if you're like that, good for yeah, you. It's like good for you, buddy. Exactly. Good for you. I'm exactly. glad you like your bugs. And speaking yeah. of clans from the Zoo Nation, Connor, that's a nice transition you got there. That Take us away nice with Neo Nectar. All right, buddyos, we got our last VR of the day. White Lily Musketeer, Cecilia. She is a 13k grade three VR, and she does have a force mark, which mm-hmm. is always appreciated on mm-hmm. everything. And act Vanguard once per turn cost. Counterblast 1, retire 1 rearguard, look at 5 cards from the top of your deck, call up to 2 cards from among them to a rearguard circle, shuffle your deck. If you have a grade 3 in your soul, call up to 3 cards instead of 2, and 3 of your front row units get 10k. Huh. Pretty good. 
It's, so, yeah. It's really good. It's also really basic. It's extremely yeah. basic. The fact that she only had one ability really surprised me. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was going to have like one ability just like on place, make a token. Yeah. Definitely, but I think the idea is that like a lot of your other units supplement your field so much to where you're going to have like o- almost an over amount of tokens. Yeah. yeah. So like I mean the the, uh, the combos are obvious. You, you have your token out, you counterblast one, kill off one of your tokens, it goes away. Yeah. You, you make a field whenever you want. Uh, but, but my my thing about it is a, a lot of the rearguards I think you'd want to run already make tokens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you could I, actually like just rebuild a field completely with like with this skill because you could you can use your skill to retire a token and then you could call two like say like you have a grade three in the soul and you call three you could call the two the grade two that just makes you a free token yeah and you can Sylvia. call like just a grade one yeah and then you just you have a board back right there definitely and and if of course like it, uh, force clans are usually the clans that you want where you want to ride multiple times yeah so like the, if you rode like two or three times that game. Like, your field's going to be getting really massive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also a thing that doesn't specifically require a token. It's just a rear guard. Yeah. So you can take some of your ones with, like, on-play skills, like Sylvia, that don't do anything afterwards. Yeah. And just get rid of them. Which I do like, because, like, my, my initial idea was that, like, you only really need the tokens for, like, you know, retiring costs. or beca- An early game. Y- yeah, because Neonictor's thing used to always be, l- like, you know, getting the most out of your units and then just sacking them off to, to uh, get more stuff from your deck. To, to, thin, to, to thin your deck for more triggers. Yeah. And also comboing off like Rebecca, you can call Rebecca off Cecilia, and then it'll come to your hand and you have an extra 10k shield. Yeah. Exactly. Or you can even like call like Kyvan and it gets uh, 5,000. Who will who, who, be getting the next to, one? Yeah. You know, is the next card that yeah. we're getting to. Um, no, but yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's very... I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I'm just not impressed by her. Like she does exactly what she needs to do. Exactly. No. 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 And like, the, and that's great. And like, I'm glad that she did exactly what I thought that she was gonna do. But I thought there was gonna be like that little extra spice to her. Something yeah. That, something that that set her apart. Yeah. Something that involves the tokens. Because I like, I don't want to make this comparison, but I thought she was gonna do something to Gigarex's effect. Like, yeah. Well, like deal where she just brings like... where she just brings the entire token like thing mm, together. I, I guess the idea is like why why do that when you already have so many units that can generate tokens like already? well not even generate tokens just use tokens for other purposes aside from just a sack. True, and and I guess Neonectar's thing is that they don't really have a a very great way of like amassing a hand. So like they have one card that draws and one card that bounces. Exactly. Uh, so like y- unless you're hitting draw triggers, which you know if you do you're a god. Uh, you're not going to be seeing a lot of, like, your deck. Mm-hmm. I also so. like that Cecilia shuffles the deck, so that way if you just get a bunch of triggers, they aren't dead at the bottom. Oh, yeah. It, 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 that was always, like, a problem that they the had back in the day. Has, uh, they have one double double rare slot left, so... They do have one double rare slot yeah. left and a lot of common slots left. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. No, but yeah, no, like, I, I, don't, want, I, I don't want anyone to take it the wrong way, it's, it's like, I'm just not impressed because, like, like she's just very generic. This but is a really good card, but it doesn't feel like a Neo Nectar card. It, yeah, but, but like... This well, feels like I, a Gold Paladin. It, it, yeah, it feels, it feels Gold Paladin, but in it, but, no, no, it feels like G-era Gold Paladin. Yeah. It, 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 it like... I mean, it is. It is it's like literally a spear cross dragon. It's true to what Cecilia used to do, where, where you like. Well, actually, well, no, actually, like, like old Cecilia killed something off and then and then called something, or you could uh, call two Cecilias from your deck. Right. But again, that like that would have been interesting, where like mm-hmm. she could clone herself and like get herself out on the field if she needed to get in there. Yeah. So like, but the fact that she doesn't do that. Uh, 
what I'm trying to say here is that she doesn't feel unfair. She feels like a balanced card. It, she feels extremely balanced. What? A balanced card in Vanguard? Come on, guys, don't make no, me no, laugh. no. But, but but you know what I mean, right? Like <laughs> yeah. in Vanguard, like to to be truly like like a five star deck and like a, yeah. a deck that sets you sets you apart. You, you got to have be, that one nuttacular busted unit. You need to have like the the edge over all the other clans. Something that that you know is gonna murder them. Yeah. She doesn't really murder anyone. She makes a field and gets them to be big. If they're on five damage, maybe if they're low on hand, then that's probably going to kill them. <laughs> but you know, like early game, it doesn't really do as much. I feel like I feel like Cecilia and like New Nectar as a whole has a much better early game aggression than most other decks in the format. Definitely, which is where most of your damage input will come from. Just wearing down their hand early, and then Cecilia will just let you make that little bit of extra push. Definitely, so you can consistently keep their hand down while conserving yours because you're just making tokens. And I think the I, I guess that's where the aggression is going to come from. Uh, I I, it, I just need to see the deck like actually being played. I need to understand like how it all works to what what the grand picture is. It's just another thing we're gonna have to wait for everything to come out. Exactly, yeah. and I th- I think that's like that's that's what we're trying to say at the end of the day here. That like a, a lot of this looks great, and a lot of it like looks like it, it can flow together. But we need to just wait and see mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, which is what, see, was, what like, we said in the past. What people do with it? Exactly, and people could have different strategies for these decks. Yeah. But, you know, w- w- it remains to be seen. But the universal thing I think we're taking away for Cecilia, at least, is you want to ride Maiden of Trail Rose first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cecilia is your second ride. Pretty it's, much. Cecilia is, is like, like, supposed to be your late game. She's not bad if she's a first ride. Uh, she's, she's not horrible. Like, she can, like, no. literally build you a field. It's still Counterblast yeah. 1, sack a token, get two free things. Yeah. And Definitely. I think, like, I think that's kind of why she didn't have a second skill, just because she's so versatile at any stage in the game. Because getting, for Counterblast 1, kill something, and just... Get, get two units, things. get two or three things for free. Really yeah. good. And Rebecca's yeah. gonna juice something anyway. It's not gonna be exactly. as big as a four circle. Exactly. Kaivon's gonna get big. Like exactly. <laughs> the only thing is, like, yeah, I, get you. I feel like you know, a card like this would have been better in Excel Clan. Just Exploding because, you know, tomato. You have like. <laughs> that's right. That is a grade three, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 But but actually, no. 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 I, I want to bounce off of what you just said, actually, mm-hmm. Peter. L- like this in an Excel Clan would be absolutely ridiculous. This would be too powerful. Yeah. This would be would like be an powerful. eight of in an, in an Excel deck. I'm like, oh my god! Just, you like, just make a field one letter difference and oh. still run it as an eight of. <laughs> no, no. All you have to do is just change like, one of the symbols on her, and she's like the best thing since sliced bread. No, just change one symbol on her and make her all like during the when this unit attacks. Yeah. No, no, I, I was thinking, like, just change that little force marker to an Excel marker. Yeah. She'd be broken. Absolutely mm-hmm. broken. But as a force, she's balanced. No, 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 she's extremely balanced. And Neo Nectar in and of itself looks extremely balanced. I think it's going to be a really good force deck. I think it'll be, it'll be a I fun... I think so, too. I think it'll be a, a fun deck to play, but, like, it remains to be seen as to how, like, good it'll be. Yeah. yeah. But out of all the force decks, like, so far, this one has piqued my interest the most. I get you. Yeah. I, I mean, but I think that that's also because of the aesthetic. Because well, what are you saying? I like flowers. You, you, I'm think, saying that you like women. I think her. That's flo- true. I, I but think that's all I'm irrelevant. Say is that you know her flowers aren't the only thing that are blooming. If you get my drift, I miss Asha. I I don't miss Asha. <laughs> it's because you got beat up a bit by Asha. Uh, actually, Talking actually, I didn't. My goal. I, I don't know, man. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mike played Asha a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that man has war stories of of me playing <laughs> playing a big belly against him. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Wait, which era Big Belly are we talking about? Uh, uh, uh post awakening uh, Ooh. zoo. So Ooh. like the last era of Asha and Belly. Yes. Oh god, I'm just thinking about G and how terrible it was in the rhinos. 
Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right. So, so, so I have one more Neo Nectar uh, uh, card to talk about. It, it's it's minor, but it's still something to bring it's up. It's a return of like I wouldn't consider him a fan favorite Musketeer. But but it, he, but, but he's all you Neo all you Neo Nectar players like if you know Musketeers, you know this guy. Yeah, Lily of the Valley terrible. Musketeer Kaivant. He's Yay. a 10k grade two rare. When placed, this unit gets plus five thousand for each of your grade zero rear guards. So, so like, I like the the potential of like combo where like if you if you have nothing but tokens out and you just call him plus twenty five. Mm-hmm. This uh, man swings for thirty five on his own with a token behind him. He swings for forty. That's really Wait, good. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be plus twenty five. It'd be plus twenty because right plus twenty because you need a spot. Unless, actually, you know, actually, if you call if him you, over a token, if you call him over a token, I think that counts. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, Kaivon. I guess so. I feel like, yeah, he, when, like the placing and the retiring they technically occur at the same. Well, well, time, here's the thing. Or? There's a there's a specific ruling uh, uh, in in Shadow Paladin uh, for the card. Was it a Slaptail Dragon? The one that that whenever it sees a Grade One uh, with Ritual placed, uh, it gets plus three. Uh-huh. If you call over the Slaptail. If you call a grade one over the oh, slap tail, yeah, the grade yeah, one yeah, gets yeah. the power from that's slap right, tail. That's right, that's right. right. You know what I mean? So I think that. he works the same way. Oh, where, God, where why he, are we he's still talking about G. I don't know, but anyways, so, sorry. As you're saying, Connor, uh, I was gonna say I feel like Kaivon will actually be a really solid due to three of. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Especially if you call this off Cecilia, he'll get fucking massive. Ooh. Oh yeah, no, no, he he's he's a big beefy boy. Oh, so like, big. yeah, so like things like Sylvia are he's really really good in the early game. You would use the Tree Sage also because he gives you an advantage engine and powers up your tokens. Again, gives you early game aggression. Exactly. And you can make better numbers. Yo, that swing swings for 25 on grade 2. Yeah. You can also make some pretty good numbers um, if you give a token behind your Vanguard plus 5. Yeah. So Because it has an extra 10k like worth of guard value that your mm-hmm. opponent has to deal with, unless they perfect guard. So, you know. Yeah. But, but anyways, yeah. So, like, uh, I think Neo Nectar going forward is going to be really balanced It'll be fun. We I just need to see if it'll be good, mm-hmm. which is a which is separate from it being fun and balanced. Yeah. I think it'll definitely have like a good matchup against like Shadow Paladin and all that. Because Shadow Paladin could be like goodbye to your field, and it's just like and ha, it's like ha, here's another ha, one. Lamau. And then there's like a, just like a token, like it's like I'm here. Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. <laughs> but yeah, but it. I I think it'll be. I think it's. Uh, how do I put it? I feel like out of all the Force Clans, this is, like, the most kind of, like, balanced one, mm-hmm. if I can definitely. say. Oh, definitely. It doesn't feel like they're missing key aspects like Royal Paladin is. Yeah. It just, like, they, it it just feels, feels like, like it, they're, they they know what they want to do, and mm-hmm. they're doing it. Like, I feel like this and Spike Brothers are the most realized, like, Force Clans so yeah, far. Yeah, I think Spike Brothers is definitely just... Uh, all, all Spike Brothers needs is, like, a grade three that isn't Juggernaut Maximum. Despite how much you love Juggernaut Max, I love that card yeah, to death. But he is the you worst need thing something ever. to ride that isn't yeah, Siegfried. They just need a new, another. They just or, need or, another grade three or Unite Attacker. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's that card with, sucks uh, so much dick. It's similar with uh, with Grand Blue. Like they need another guy besides Baskirk. I mean, riding the dragon is almost a death sentence, but not really. Nah. Almost. Yeah. But anyways, so no, no. I'm just thinking about <laughs> like Phantom Blast of Diablo looks at his opponent's field. Cecilia's like token. <laughs> and it's just like photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. <laughs> you wanted to make it so you could kill me. You know I don't cool think so. Like, if like Cecilia had like a skill that was like at the beginning of your, uh, like at the beginning of your ride phase or whatever, uh, just call a token. I, that'd be kind of nice. That'd be kind of nice. And then Cecilia looks at Phantom Blaster and is like, "You want to go to the park? What? Why? Because <laughs> there's plants everywhere there. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. Well, well, okay. We have one 
Final card to talk about. It's not the most exciting thing in the world. Can I read this card? You can. Yeah, partially. I, I, I think out of all of us, you're the one who likes Genesis the most in this room. I really yes. like Genesis. Actually, I know you like Genesis a little bit, It was Connor. like yeah. the second deck I actually completed in Vanguard. Yeah. So <laughs> the Genesis card is actually a personal favorite of mine. I actually like collected this card in, in the old Really? Vanguard. Yeah, like I've got like a pile of cumins at home. I didn't know that. So it's Witch of Cats Cumin, and its skill is Auto Rearguard. When placed, you counterblast one and rest this unit. You return one of your stand rearguards to your hand or put a card from your drop zone into your soul. So, now, we can't really tell much from this, but I think what we can kind of interpret it from here is that they're going to, like, be doing sort of, like, like, I don't want to say revelation shenanigans, but they're going to kind of, like, still have that idea of, like, resting, standing, and manipulating soul. Definitely. Like, I, I could see this uh, working with cards that say maybe, like, on place you can soul charge. Exactly. And then, exactly. Like, and then like, even though, and, like, maybe other cards will, like, rest other rear guards. Yeah. For, but, but you can't rest ones that soul charge because you want to re- return them to your hand with exactly. cumin. Exactly. So, like, there, there, there's combo potential there. Yeah, like, it definitely, like, just by this one card... It definitely looks like it's going to be like a, a combo heavy deck. Like it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna take a lot more thinking than Oracle Think Tank. Oh yes, uh, but, um, uh, and it also seems to me that like may- maybe like of course we already knew from the start that Genesis was gonna have you know certain soul costs. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what they always did. Their the thing has always been paying costs that would either w- w- that would usually be you know either like taxing or overpriced <laughs> by just making it ridiculous soul costs. Yeah. So like or ridiculously high soul cost. So like soul blast three or soul blast six yeah. Yeah. to do something that would have cost like counter blast one soul blast exactly. one and, and, an, right, and right. another deck. So the fact that uh, this card can also put a card from your from your drops into your soul also says to me that like maybe like if you're missing just that one extra card yeah. you're gonna have when a way to soul charge one with card short exactly but but no you have it with cumin yeah so like the one thing I don't like about cumin is like I feel like it's very over costed. To just either pop b- something b- back, you or either bounce something to do to do something yeah. Bermuda Triangle esque. Yeah, like I feel like for Counterblast one rested just to pop a stand unit. We'll just have to see how the rest of the clan shapes exactly because like, we they could have a lot of countercharging. We don't know exactly it. exactly like they could like have a card that's like when this unit plays for every three cards in your soul countercharge or something like that. Yeah, that that that'd be broken. It would be broken. All right, but how like, about I'm every five cards? Stuff. Every five cards in your soul countercharge. Every one? card yeah. in your soul countercharge, and then if you go over, you counterblast and recountercharge. <laughs> That sounds retarded. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds very dumb. Exactly. But yeah, I feel like yeah. Genesis is Force. Remembering this. Yes. So we honestly, we we honestly just gotta play it by ear. I I'm, feel like Genesis will be the toolbox of the Force decks. Yeah. I feel it, like it has to be. I feel like Genesis is like my last shot for finding a Force clan that I like. Cause like I I didn't like Royal Paladin. I don't like Kagero. Spike Brothers, I think, are cool, but I'm never gonna build them. Fair um, enough. Police, I I despise, <laughs> I despise everything that clan does, and then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm gonna build Shadow Paladin. Oh, I don't like. Oh wait, they're really okay. And then yeah, I just I just didn't like how Shadow Paladins worked. And I then there's like Neo Nectar, which and then Neo Nectar, I'm not too big a fan of. That, that's my thing. Yeah, I, I I'm much more le- I love Gold Paladin more than Neo Nectar from the set. So but so like you know Genesis like Himiko, she's the wife. Himiko's my wife, my my Genesis wife. Like everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm a nervous their wife or like. Fortuna, nah. Himiko. Also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was this really, really weird like post that was on the uh, the 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 Facebook group a while mm-hmm. ago. They like confirmed, and I'm using really big air quotes here. 
Yeah. They are like skills leaked for um, the VRs for this set. You mean he, and, Himiko and Leopold? No, no, for for uh, I'm sorry for Ultra Rare. Okay. And they were completely like off, like way off, like not even close. Like our speculation was way off too. Yeah, yeah it was, but like I mean, we were. I feel like we were a bit closer than yeah. what they are because, like, I guess that like Ezel was going to do something with the hand or something like that. And like then they're like, oh yeah, Garmore is going to be the alternate grade three for golds, and and uh, Fortuna is the ultimate grade, the alternate grade three for Genesis. But like now, after you know getting confirmed that you know it was basically false. Yeah, I don't know how much I believe it. Like I would, I wouldn't be surprised if I see Fortuna because like she's a big grade three in Genesis, like especially like in the early days. Right. And um, and also I would just like Garmore for gold paladins. I like Garmore. He, he he has doggos. He's pretty cool. Doggos minds. I, I do like doggos. No, but. I have a feeling it'll be Pelinor. And then for the second round of gold paladin support, yeah. they might use a lot more high beast and Garmor will be there. That's what I was that's what I was also thinking. It, it could be, but like that'd be too smart. You know what I mean? We're giving Bushiroad too much credit. You literally, you literally well, give Bushiroad too way too much credit. Well, because like the only thing I, I gotta say to like that is that um in in the original series the gold paladin support was Liberators in the Miyagi Academy. But that stuff is going to be Royal Paladin in Miyagi Academy. Because, like, we see the the new Alfred, and that's, you know, obviously going to be Royals since Royals are getting support. Right. Yeah. So I have a terrible, terrible fan theory. Uh-huh. And this is just me playing to my own, like, personal preferences. Yeah. But they could make Jewel Knights mix with Ezel. And make them gold paladin. And then they make a rule for premium that you could play royal paladin and gold paladin in the same deck. So that way you could have royal paladin jewel knights and gold paladin jewel knights mixing with Ezel. Sounds dumb. Sounds, Shut like, up. sounds incredibly dumb. And they're, and they're never going to do it. I know they're not going to do it. Like, like I said, it's my stupid idea. But like, I honestly. What I think they're gonna do is they're probably gonna give another like Ezel, like, cause like in, cause I think in the manga that they had Platinum Ezel. I think Platinum Ezel was in the manga, or in, like there's also like three other Ezels they could give, like they could give Raven-haired Ezel. I think Raven-haired Ezel was actually in the manga, so that's what they might give for um, for like something for I'm worried Miyagi about. Magic Academy. Yeah. Especially that once like, we get to the second round phase. of support for every clan, because Ezel right now requires that specific starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they make a new starter for them that has a different effect? I, if, if I can just like, I don't mean to interrupt, but I personally feel like they aren't going to change starters yet. You don't I think so? I feel like the way like it's going, I feel like they're just going to stick with this starter for a little bit. And then what I think they're going to do is do, I feel like they're like, they'll release new starters in something that's like a fighter's collection, so that way everyone gets it at the same time, because it'd be a little unfair if like they gave like oh I miss fighter's collections you know like because like I feel like they're gonna restart up fighter's collections like you know once yeah. everyone gets their initial you know wave of support once the first wave happens exactly and like I feel like that's when they're gonna give like the like the new starters and stuff because like that's something that every clan relies on like you know having a good starter and it's like if you just release it in different like intervals it's not really you know like too fair if i'm being yeah. honest because like you can't like like say you give it like a forerunner skill or whatever and it's like 6k it wouldn't be fair that like you know say royal paladins it's like for one of the regionals oh i ride and call this to rear guard while the other one is like oh i just ride and draw a card you know yeah. what i mean that's so, why I, like, that's why i feel like they're gonna do that because i know a big problem with g and it seems like they're you know paying attention to the problems they did mm-hmm. in the past 
But like a big problem was that some clans got their support or like something really necessary before the other clans. Right. And that's that's why I personally believe they're going to do a fighters collection and they're going to release starters and maybe an alternative an alternative grade three. You know, so, two things that are very important to the game. So I have a feeling like if they do that for the starters, mm-hmm. would they potentially like have the starters keep the same name? Because Gold Pounds aside, there are other clans that specifically rely on their starter. Mm-hmm. Nova Grappler comes to mind yeah. where Battle Riser combos with other members of the support, but just have them have a different skill. What I think is, um, I, I think like like personally, I don't think they're going to make new starters until like the decks see a little bit more variety. So like, I feel like what they're going to do is, um. They're gonna like stick with the same, you know. You you ride, you draw starter for like a little bit longer, maybe until like late, like once every single clan has their support, and then once they start branching off, that's when they're gonna like introduce new starters or something like that. Because yeah, like there's all kinds of stuff you could do, or who knows, they may just not give us new starters. I, I just highly, keep- I highly doubt that's what they're gonna do. But if Bushiro decides to kind of take like you know like. And I don't want to really say the lazy way out, but, like, it's kind of like the more, like... It's the buddy fight approach where we have flags. Yeah, in a way. Which were just exactly given new art, redistributed, exactly. but they still serve the fundamental purpose. Exactly. Right. Like, like, they could just simply, like... I'd be okay with that. They could just simply, like, you know, yeah, like, just use the same starter forever. Just give it new artwork or... Exactly. Like, yeah, and, like, just release, like, alternate artworks or, like, SP versions or something like that. Or, like, they could do what you said, like, they could retrain them. And it's very rare that... that uh, something that I would like to see personally is um, it's very rare that, like, a deck would have, like, a foil starter. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only think of a few examples of that, like, like Chronodron for, for Gear Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, until Z came out. Yeah. Yeah, or Tigar also had an SP version. What wasn't there like an SP Barkle or whatever? Yes. yes. There was also in in the OG Vanguard there was an SP Wingle Brave. SP I'm not Wingle Brave, I'm sorry. Well no, I think there was an SP Wingle Brave and there was also an SP Wingle Liberator. Uh Conroe. That is like the worst card ever. And yeah, there's SP Con- there's Conroe too. Yeah, so like I I think giving versions of that maybe to uh, to all the clans would be interesting in like a fighters exactly. collection because exactly. usually in every set the starters are always commons. Yeah, yeah, which you know is which is actually good because that means it's makes like, it affordable, makes it easy to exactly. get exactly because like everyone's going to. But have But the one. option to have it would be cool. Yeah, yeah, like if someone wants to truly like yeah. foil out their deck, or like, maybe what they might do is like they might do something different like same simple skill but like something different so like say for darker regulars or pale moon they could give something that when you ride a unit on this instead of drawing a card you can soul charge one. Oh, making the starter more uh, more so draw like, one or soul charge exactly well not like draw or soul charge like i'm saying like you can like you have like that option where you can either run the one they have currently where that allows you to draw a card or you can switch it up and ride this one that says oh you can soul charge i just got an idea I think mm-hmm. what they what they could do mm-hmm. is based upon the starter in in the particular clan that it's part of. Yeah. Like for example, um, like if, if if it's a starter for say an Excel clan, mm-hmm. uh, they they make it so that the starters have the ability to either like on ride draw card, or it can do something else based upon if you're a force protector Excel clan. So if it's an, if it, if it's an, an Excel clan, you can instead call it to rear guard when you ride over it. 
or with with protect like uh, uh, like you said, you could either like soul charge like based on the yeah. clan or bounce it to your hand too, or or or, or, or bounce it to your hand, or uh, like I don't know what force would even do. Like you could like exchange it for an, another unit. Exactly. So like like you know like just like something that helps supplement or yeah. like helps out those clans that like mm-hmm. need to do certain things. Like Excel needs to fill up their field. Force ne- needs to like either just get more resources. Yeah. Or just you know more more units for more power gaining. And protect just needs more hand. Yeah, and protect just needs more hand. Period. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, I think like doing something like that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know Bushy Road. Yeah, I don't know them very well. So yeah. like, I I don't know them personally. I never invite them to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hell no, they're not invited to my Thanksgiving. Oh my god. <laughs> Hell no. One thing. Um. So, I just want to like bring up two things real quick. One yeah. about the starters. I honestly would feel I would not be upset if they just left them with like these simple skills. Yeah. Because I feel like. One, like, uh, kind of a problem in G was just how sometimes dependent a deck could be on a starter. Because, like, there were some decks that, like, they need their starter to do this specific thing to get something going. And if they didn't have it, they would be at a severe disadvantage. So having it just, you know, be like, okay, every, like, flat, like, kind of like flat tax it. You know, like, everyone has the same starter that does the same thing or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. And so now my second thing is, it's kind of bouncing off what you were saying, Andrew. Do you guys think... That they will branch off and give other and give like imprint grade threes for like that have different gifts for other clans. So like you could say have X Ex- would be like Excel, right? Mm-hmm. Then say like say they 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 don't they print Pelinor this set and then like later down the line they print Garmore and he's Force and then say they make a Gurgit or something and then that's Protect. I f- that's something they could do. I would I would appreciate it because mm-hmm. that that would add just a crap ton of variety to, yeah. to the game where like I, and it would uh, give a reason for their specific ruling of like if you would ride a, a grade three like uh, that has a protect a particular gift like you can and, only have that gift you can only have that gift so if you ride to Is another that an grade three, rule yes so if you ride a grade three that has protect you mm-hmm. can only get protect gifts for that game so if, if you were to somehow find a way to ride to to a grade three with excel. Mm-hmm. In that same game, you can't get Excel gifts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. that would give a reason to have that ruling. Because yeah. I feel like it's a little bit random. It's either that or it only exists for Extreme Fight. Extreme Fight I or feel like proofing. I feel like it just exists for Extreme Fight. Because I know Bushiro, they, like, for some reason, like Extreme Fight, even though no one plays it. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Maybe because it, it harkens back to, 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 the, to like, the, the, like, the really old fight was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, what I would say is, like, um, if that would be the case... I wouldn't really see, like, a reason to then run those alternate gifts, you know? Because, like, say if you misride. Because, like, say you, like, like, because, like, I feel like in, if that's the case, you would want to rather focus on one specific gift than, like, throw all, than, like, you know, try to balance it out. True. Unless you had options to get all those gifts. I, I think. You know what I mean? I think the reason they made that ruling mm-hmm. was to, was to, like, discourage you from wanting to, like, mix it up. I guess, or, 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 or yeah. like for example, like you said, run Ezel and and a Garmore with a Force Marker yeah. in the same deck because yeah. it just like you could do some ridiculous stuff where you could like you could ride Ezel first, get the Excel Marker or, or the Excel Marker, and then ride Garmore and put the Force Marker on the Excel Marker. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I feel like if they're just gonna like have that, they're gonna make each individual gift and each individual clan its own separate deck. Completely. Exactly, which is which is where I think they're going. Which. Would be Wait, interesting. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Like, for example, Ezel would be his own separate deck, Garmor would be his own separate deck, the pieces wouldn't overlay because they're built for two different purposes. Yes. Exactly. That's so true. no, so what I think where I think they're going is they're like wanting to separate things so that like 
so, so, so that things don't get too ridiculous yeah. or not to yeah. G levels of ridiculousness. Yeah, because G level got because like I can honestly see like like you know building like you know having like those options could definitely like m- mess some things up. Exactly, they, they could break things really yeah. easily, and, and like that's the last thing they want right now yeah. to break the game. Yeah, or for like for all we know, they could just leave it Excel. You know, they could just like leave everything within their like own specific thing, or they have different it. variants of Excel. Like exactly, Ezel is the really aggressive no ground exactly, type Excel. Exactly, Garmor could potentially be like the advantage Excel that's almost exactly. forced, like like Tachikaze. Yeah, yeah. true, true. But exactly. but again, th- we we don't know that exactly. Maybe yeah. maybe everything this we're is saying all speculation. Maybe yeah. everything we're, we're saying is, is just crackpot theories, exactly. like t- tinfoil hat theories. Exactly. But well, like that's like the brain. fun of in speculation because you know you never know. I mean, and also you have bragging rights if you predicted it right. <laughs> I mean, Bushiroad, and, and we have it on recording. If we get it right. Yes. Bushiroad, if you're listening, like I think we're pretty good at like coming up with, coming up with some great ideas. So if you ever need help with your, yeah, like, you'll hire me with, with your pay management me. team or like or your your creative team. Hit Give us up. Me money. You'll fucking pay me. Hit, pay me. <laughs> so I can just spend it on your product because like. So you're not really giving us money. Yeah, you're just paying us in product. It's, it, we we beat the system by making the system. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> all right, so I think that's all we have to say for this episode. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, like, I honestly, I don't think I got anything else. I think I'm surprised I've... we managed to drag this to about an hour. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, well, well because, well, I mean, the, la- the latter part was just more so speculation. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but I, think, I feel like our audience appreciates the off-the-cup speculation. Yes. Uh, I, I know a lot of people yes. do like to listen to us just rant yeah. and just, you know. Ramble. Uh, r- ramble and just uh, come up with weird ideas yes. and theories. And then be wrong. And, and then be very wrong, which which we can then laugh at our past selves for, th- for being so wrong. Ah, silly Connor. Ah, silly I, Andrew. I do just, before we go, I just yeah. do, do want to ask you guys a question. So. What are like like what sets are you most excited for coming out now? Because like now we 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 know of a lot of stuff coming out. We know of like a few of like three trial decks coming out. We know of two new main sets coming out, and there's still like two extra boosters coming out, two to three, I think. And I don't know when Bermuda Triangle is supposed to come out. I think they're getting like their own summer set. Or yeah, something. Yeah. they're getting the, their completely own yes. like. That's right. So then booster. four tri- four trial decks. That's yeah. right. I forgot they got their own trial deck and their own booster. That's right. But I, I just I'm curious. Like you know, what are you guys excited about? <sighs> um. I guess. All right, all right. I've been saying it a lot, and I've been saying that the clan's gonna suck, and it still is gonna suck. But I, but I'd be, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't a little bit excited for Green Nature to come back. In, I, in the answer of truth, the boys are back in town. I honestly don't think it's going to be as bad as you make it seem. It is. It's just like, gonna be painfully adequate. We don't even know that. For all we know, they could make it like really freaking good. I, I, I I've been talking with with Joey and like some other people, like like theorizing about Great Nature, uh-huh. and what what we've come to is the idea that uh, Premium Great Nature is going to be absolutely insane. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. But we don't play premium. I don't know. I know we don't play premium, but I'm saying that people do play premium. People really like premium. Like Joey. I don't know why. I, they they just do. Yeah, no. So, I, I can see the appeal. It's just not for me. Exactly. No. So I think. Like, yeah. All I'm gonna say is just you know don't don't give up hope so easily because you, you never know. It could be like really freaking good. Here's my thing about it, Peter. Uh-huh. My thing about it is if if the clan comes out and I see the support mm-hmm. and I see that it's bad, if I've convinced myself that it's already bad, I'm not disappointed. That's fair. If if it comes out, if he goes in like this is gonna be the best thing ever. If I go in like, oh my god, Great Nature's coming out! It's over, big boys! I'm I'm back in town! I'm gonna kick all your asses <laughs> with Great Nature! Comes out, it's the worst thing ever. And you're and, like, and I'm like, man, I am sad. sad. 
That's fair. So, no, no, but so, which is why I've been trying to just, like, get in my mindset that Great Nature sucks. Like, to try Great and Nature not is be not going to be able, able, it's not going to be playable yeah. at all. Like, it's not going to be playable at all, but by God, am I going to play it? That's fair. And yeah, so, that's but, fair. And then when it does come out, if it's, like, the nut and it's the best thing since sliced yeah. bread, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's time. Or if it's really playable, at least. If it's super playable, that, that's that's all I want. I just want to play the game. I just want to play the game and just have a fun time. I feel you. Just playing the playing the deck that I like the most. Almost, we're almost there. January. It it, it, it does come out in January. Comes out January. We're we're and just a few months away. Considering that uh, we just got, we just got the VRs for all these uh, for 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 ultra rare, uh, and we're already starting to get reveals now as of uh, last for night. Answers of truth. Yeah. Uh, for the answer of truth, that means that w- I'll I'll start to like actually get an idea of what the decks want to do. Yeah. And I think these decks coming forward are going to be like. A little more interesting because I mean one of one of them is a fan favorite Gear Chronicle. Yeah, fan favorite. Uh, it's it Connor. It's a fan favorite. I know. Just, I just get over it. It's Gear Chronicle. It's also a favorite of mine. I'm not even gonna lie. I really like the aesthetic. Uh, uh, I know. Stupid. I really don't like. The, I, I'm not a fan of Steampunk. There's only one unit I like in that entire clan. What unit is that again? Demiurge. Oh, okay, I got you. D- cool. Demiurge is like the best thing since sliced bread, but but is that like just your like quote of the day. Yes, best thing since sliced bread. Because sliced bread is so good. It is good. But anyways, uh, I mean Genesis, who like I, Genesis is a dedicated fan base, but it, it's not it, a large it, fan base. It, it has a dedicated fan base, but and like it's similar no, to Mega Colony, but it's, it's a dedicated waifu based mm-hmm. fan. Base. I feel like it's right in the middle of popularity for United Sanctuary clans. Pretty oh yeah, much. no, definitely. Uh, and then there's Great Nature, who no one cares about. I care. Except me. Like, again, Great Nature has, like, one of the really, really small, dedicated fan bases. I care uh, about well, Great Nature. I play. I was a Great Nature player for, like, a solid two months. <laughs> I played, I, you, I you, owned, know, you know the other ones. I owned a solid Big Belly deck for, like, two months, but Mana Garmers were $30, and then the new Big Belly stride was mediocre, and I'm like, I am not spending, like, $40 <laughs> for this overrated GR. I, I almost have four SP Big uh, Big Belly strides, and, and I have four Mana Garmers. And Andrew, I'm gonna so be, crazy. I'm going to be open with you. I never committed to Big Belly, but I did my damnedest to try and learn it. You you did it, it you did do your damnedest to learn the deck, and you also top with it in one shop tourney that we had. The one time you did top with it, so I oh, salute yeah. you, sir, for doing something that I couldn't do. Jesus Christ! So like, well, because you don't enter tourneys. I I don't because we really got to start doing that. Why not today? I've got uh, well, I, 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 I'm I've working. Got stu- I got studying so. to do. I can I can do it. I can just play either Tachikaze or Grand Blue. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, do, do what you want. Play Because the pirate is free. Exactly. Well, well, well before we leave... Make Joe happy. I, I went on a rant for a little while. Connor, is yes. there anything that you're interested in coming out? Uh, the set I'm most excited for is the next body fight set. Come on, man. We're talking about Vanguard. We're Don't talking about like Vanguard. This. Don't be like that, Connor. Don't okay, like okay, this. okay. I still have not even ordered any body I'm fight stuff. I'm really looking forward to Miyagi Academy just so I can get Narukami back. Uh-huh. That's fair. That's really about it. I like the base of what Gear Chronicle is going for right now. Uh-huh. Because I'm, I'm honestly really nostalgic for Stride, despite how broken it was. Fair enough. I, I mean, like... No in, comment. In, in, no, in a, in a simpler time, Stride, like, was a very fun mechanic. Like, first like four Stride. sets yeah. of Stride. Yeah, but, but like, it's just the latter part of Stride that people will remember because it's the most recent. Yeah. But people don't, don't think Can't back to like, to, like, to, like, the really old times the of The days Stride. of just Victoplasmas and... Yeah, well, I, mean, it, I think it was just the first two sets of stride that were fine. Because once like Diablo hit the ground, that was when it hit was the ground running. <laughs> That's when it all went downhill. That's when it all went downhill because like Revengers were just like, "Yo, we can use that. And Yo, we, we can kill you." Vanguard. Yeah, but That's a Legion, and Legions <laughs> actually matter still. 
And that was before G-Guards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Stride was the mechanic I came into the game with, and it's yeah. the one I like familiarized myself with the most. So being able to like simulate that, I'm actually really looking forward yeah. to with Gear S- Chronicle. Same here. Like, I, I personally st- still really like Stride. I don't, I don't like Gear Chronicle, but like... Like, uh, I just like extra decks as a thing. Yeah. I, I, I don't really care about extra decks, to be honest with you. Like, what I care about is that my deck is, like... Ba- uh, is balanced. It, 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 not, not balanced, but it has stuff that uh, that, that is nice to look at while, while I play it. That's you fair. know what yeah. I mean? That's fair. So... Yeah. Uh, that's really it. Yeah. I want to see Detonics. I, I do want that trial deck for Narogami. Yeah, like... I Yo, Great Composure Dragon's coming back! I, I really want to see the Magus stuff, because Magus was the third deck I finished when uh-huh. I first started Vanguard. And... <laughs> It's also kind of like my last hope for playing OTT mm-hmm. because I just really don't. I know, like and then we have that is. other set where it's like AL four plus Link Joker. I'm like that has Dark Irregular second round, and I yeah, really want to see their Pale second Moon round. And Shadow Paladin and Murakuma well, second well, round. Dark Regular's the only one I care about. Yeah, I know, and they also have Link Joker. I actually kind of care about Pale Moon. Pale Moon, I really, I really think is Pale Moon. I really like as an aesthetic, but as a deck, I never get behind. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I think it's a really like I think it's a really nice deck. I like what it does, but what I ever and Mark play Kumo it, is the same way. Nah, I yeah. don't I don't feel like Where Shadow Paladin I could give less of a shit about. Yeah. Again, there's only one Shadow Paladin dude that I like and it's the it's the wizard boy. Dun 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 I just <laughs> I like Avengers. I love that I love that. I Avengers love will always be my Shadow Paladin deck. They were my favorite. I played them for so long. Also Detonks will just give me the the chance to make Erin Lagon jokes again. <laughs> like I did when Victor was coming out. Oh my god. I still remember that episode. Yeah. Where where you just playing through, uh, started the, the heavens. Started the episode like <laughs> with with the with the freaking Gurn log on like the thrust or, 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 thrust of the, the heavens. With yeah, the yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, d- don't don't bring it up. <laughs> don't bring it up. Yeah. Swear to God. I have okay. to say though, I Hold think on. like now I can't. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I I think we rambled on for long enough. Yeah, people, yeah. people got stuff to do, and, yeah. and they shouldn't be. Well, I, I just want to share, you know, my my opinion on like my, my what I'm excited for. Okay. Well, well you're the one who posed the question. I know. So that's why like, I wanted it to come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted it all to come full <laughs> circle. No, 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 full no, triangle. No, I, I'm sorry, Peter. Please go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate it, Andrew. I try. But um, I'm I'm really excited for for Miyagi Academy, honestly, because like. Mainly because one, I get new Batama support back, and I'm really Curtsy excited to see what Shingo. they're going to do. What? Curtsy of our man Shingo. I fucking hate that guy. I'm gonna have to like him though. I'm gonna have to like learn to like him. Or subconsciously learn to Sh- not hate him. Shingo wasn't that He's, bad. He was annoying. I found him super annoying in the original it wasn't series, that bad. especially because like he played Marakuma, then they gave him Spike Brothers, then they kept losing with Spike Brothers. I'm like, just fucking play Marakuma. Don't be that guy who's who plays a lot of different clans. You know, we need consistency here. And then he played Murakumo. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll like him in the new series. But the main reason why I'm excited to see it is because this will basically set the stage for how, like, the next round of support is going to work for for clans. Yeah. Like, it's going to show us, like, the full... Like, we've basically, like, got the formula down of what they've been doing with... um with like the first round of the support, you know, you got your VR, you've got either your double rare, triple rare, extra grade three, and then you've got, you know, your grade twos and stuff. And, and your grade like one. it sets yeah. And it like sets the it sets like the way it's going to be. Now this It sets the standard. Yeah, exactly. It sets ah, the standard. Ah, well done. It sets the standard. So now with the new set, with with Miyagi Academy, it's going to show us, okay. <laughs> Is Royal Paladins going to completely change? Are they going to retain some of their old cards? Like, and same thing with Golds and um, an Oracle Think Tank. Yeah. And I'm just really excited to see that because it's like, we get to see, because like, I feel like most of the cards are going to be geared towards Narukami and Nubatama just because they're the new sets. They're like the new guys who need support. Mm-hmm. Probably Nubatama more since Narukami has a trial deck. Uh, but like, it'll also show us like, okay, 
what is going to like like how are they going to format like the new support going forward yeah and i think i'm really more excited to see that just because like you know it'll show if like it, it'll kind of like set the stage of is standard going to you know like be balanced because I feel like it's in a pretty you know balanced state. Besides you know Oracle yeah, Think Tank. Besides, just forget. Like them. if you literally take Oracle Think Tank out, standards pretty fairly balanced. Pretty much, it's yeah. pretty yeah. fairly balanced. It's just Oracle Think Tank's ridiculous. But like I'm, it, I'm curious to see just like if like the future support going forward, if it's going to be balanced, if it's going to be fair. I really hope, like I've said it a million times, that they give us cards for variety, not power creep. Like here's what I want. I want. The OTT support in Miyagi Academy to be a side thing, like it's just as good as OTT is now, but doesn't make it better. Exactly. exactly. Whereas all the clans in there can actually kind of like make their exactly. can slowly make their way up, like and plateau around the same level as OTT. Exactly. Or and like that would be nice. Or like what I want is I want Magus to kind of be like, all right, you can either play the deck as it is now, or you can go for the strict for the strictly Magus variety, because that's probably what I'm going to do. Because like, mm-hmm. you think that's when we're going to start introducing just, archetypes? Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to that. Because, like, now, who knows? Maybe, like, they'll give liberators to royal paladins. Never know. Highly doubt it. My my thing about it is, and I think archetypes are fine, mm-hmm. but, it, like, what I, what I always push for is just really good generic support. Mm-hmm. That can and, work and, in archetypes. Yes. In, in, the, in the sense that, like, oh, you have, like, you have, like, this Magus archetype, but it's just generally good. Yes. So, so yes, you can play the pure Magus, like, like build. Everything doesn't require Magus. Or, exactly. Or you could play, like, Magus with Imperial Daughter. Yeah. Or, like, Omni Yeah, no, because, like, if you, if, if, like, you look at, like, a lot of, like, the Liberator stuff back in, not Liberator, I'm sorry, just Limit Break stuff back in the day, the decks were extremely xen- xenophobic. Like, the decks, like, every single card had, like, Liberator, Eradicator, Revenger. Like, it had that archetype exactly. in its name, and you couldn't really play Generics. anything from the old sets. Yeah. So, so like, I agree with you where I really have like, it's it G, it where you're, like, you have keywords for everything. Exactly. Just, just let the support be, like, support. like just, yeah, like, just, let it flow. Just make Don't it. Don't restrict it so Make much. it good, and, like, and just make it so that it can actually work with the deck. Yes. And, and like, just name it whatever the hell you want. Or just, work with every deck in the clan. Like, like, make it a good card, and, and it just so happens to have, like, it just so happens to have Eradicator in it. Yeah, game. exactly. Like, like look what they're Magus. doing with Musketeers. It's literally, like, they've got Musketeer name. They don't require Musketeer Mike, on Vanguard. thank you. Exactly. That's what I wanted. Exactly. Like, oh, they're musketeers, but they don't require exactly. musketeers. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, like I hate it when there's like requirements yeah. for, for crap. Yeah. No, I completely agree because that's honestly what turned me off from G with some of the clans because it was just like so restrictive and it's like I want to play the deck in a more free way, but it feels like they're like literally just fencing you, you in. You gotta use on four this. of this. You exactly. gotta use four of this. It you have like to have just like brave on something on this one path, and that's what I really like started to dislike about G. So and that's why I really hope standard. It's still like this free flowing, very like a lot of variety into it. So going forward, I just hope that they like keep that in mind mm-hmm. and just let everybody have their chance to get in there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's like what I hope. That's what I hope. So all right. I, I think we have our hopes set for the future. Yes. But for I've, now, I've ranted. We've all ranted enough. I think it's time to sign off for yes. now. Yes. All right. I then. agree. I gotta go study. So we'll see you guys next time. We'll talk to you all next time. I love you all. Oh, right. (laughs) Uh, Goodbye. I guess. All right. Can't wait for Nubatama.